wisdom And here comes the truth And here comes your favorite podcast Always still made for you So I'm back in Canada here And you know what the biggest difference is, Trevor? The heat It is so much hotter here (laughs) And I'm coming back from like plus 44 in Kuwait And it's just like plus 26 here in Winnipeg Actually I'm in Dauphin right now and you were just roasted, let me tell you. Yeah, well, 26. But it's a different type of heat, man. It's like Carter, humidity. we had the same conversation when I lived in Toronto. About the cold, all the Torontoites. Oh, it's, it's, a, it's a damp cold in Toronto. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up, Toronto. You know, Toronto, this is what you know about cold. Nothing. Nothing. It's, it's Everyone also... in Toronto could shut the hell up about cold. It's also social social norms, too. Like, well, in Kuwait, you know, wearing sandals, T-shirt, just chugging uh, water, like, t- by, like, t- two liters, and nice air conditioning. While in Winnipeg, it's like you're crammed on the bus with 40 other people wearing a full suit, a backpack, a laptop bag, no air conditioning. Well, that's your like, own that's damn fault. Make, yeah. That's enough to make you want to pass out right there. It's sundown here right now, and it's 43 above, Carter. <laughs> I, I missed out on the, the hot stuff then, I guess. 43. You know what it's going down to overnight? 35. <laughs> it's disgusting. Yeah, I think it got up to 47 today. Yeah, it's, so not like, it's, not like, it's not like temperature plus like environmental condition on the forecast. It's always just temperature plus dust. Every day, that's all it says. <laughs> 46 with dust. 48 with dust. But I really did like the dust because it helps increase the UV index, so you never burn. There's no like reason for sunscreen almost even. Well, because you nice. can't you can't even be outside though. Oh, but when we went to the desert and stuff, like you know, I think I forgot to wear sunscreen. I didn't. Burn. Yeah, that was an extreme one. That was an extremely dusty day. Yeah, that was nice. It was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So, like I alluded to before, I'm here in Dauphin for the summer. Our hometown. Pretty pumped about that. The place to be, Carter. Yeah, so I've you know over the last maybe like nine years, I've spent you know just like weekends here and there, like Christmas maybe for like five or six days, but I'm getting the full Dauphin experience here for three months. So oh, looking forward to that, man. I'm jealous. I am green with envy. <laughs> That's like most people. There's would no be sarcastically saying that. that, but no, with you, you would uh, honestly, yeah, be thinking that at the moment. Nothing but love. So yeah, Trevor's going to be here, I'm going to be here. Brent, are you coming down for some live episodes? Canada Day? No. Ooh, yeah, okay. I hear Our Lady Peace is playing. With... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, what? Like it's just a different mindset, like, uh, in Winnipeg. I'm like, well, I'm going back to Dauphin, I wonder if I'll go to Country Fest, haha, <laughs> yeah, right, not in a million years. And then as soon as I get here, I'm like, I can find myself a ticket. <laughs> it's like, I can't. I can't be in town. Some, some kind of loser? Hill. Not good. <laughs> Have you seen that yeah. video about every country song was the exact same last year? At Country Fest? No, no, no. Somebody put oh, a collection oh, yeah, of the okay. year in review of country songs, and they're, they're all the exact same. <laughs> Quite good. Uh, does, have you yeah. seen it? No, I'll put it up on the blog, though. Send it yeah, to me. It's, I'll put it's it up on the blog. Beautiful, yes. It's it's worth There's a lot of dirt roads, a lot of trucks, a lot of painted on blue jeans, a lot of boots in their truck, a lot of creeks. And that's about it. That's every single song. 
Yeah, so you can find that on herecomessomewisdom.blogspot.com. I haven't flipped the pimp the blog in like a hundred episodes, so I gotta keep it up. But yeah, I got, I don't know, if you can't tell, I've got a bit of a cold, so maybe, like, I'm stuffed up. That's the dolphin thing, because Trevor always talks about getting stuffed up and stuff, and you know, he's always got the sinus cold and stuff, but then he moves away from dolphin and he's fine, right? Yeah. Oh, is that a transition? That's that's a really good transition. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, yeah, I've that's had... 127 episodes of podcast <laughs> superiority. I've been I've been getting my ass kicked lately, though. I've been really sick. I just uh, I just got my uh, face ripped open. Brent, did you even know much about this? Just no, I do not. Yeah, I just got some sinus surgery. It's 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 more fun when it's like a surprise. Uh-huh. That's that's how I would describe most of my entire surgery was surprise. <laughs> I literally walked in and uh, before they even, which is terrible, and in any other country you'd probably go to jail as a doctor. But before I uh, before I even got my CT scan, the guy already was like, "I'm just gonna preemptively book you for uh, for surgery right now." He's like, because I'm going to get a CT scan, and I know exactly what it's going to say. And he's like, so come back and meet with me once you get your brain scanned. Um, and yeah, they looked. They gave me my brain on a disc. I can look at my head. You can, like, look That's at your... That's pretty cool. Yeah, you can go, it's like, scroll through your CT scans in, like, full, like, slicing, like... Layer by layer. Yeah, and, like, smooth transition. Like, you're zooming through your brain. It's like Google Maps for your brain. Yeah, it's, it's Google Face. <laughs> and so I zoomed in and looked at, like, they were showing me my sinuses and my septum, and I had a nasal polyp, like a big blockage, and 13 infections in the last two years. So he's like, guess what, next? It was like, it was like Friday, and he's like, Thursday, surgery. Oh, Okay. So in six days, I'm going to have surgery. Great. So uh, what did I know about it? Nothing. He's like, see you Thursday. <laughs> that was, that was, that was no, the, here's some reading for you. No, yeah. nothing. Don't eat, don't eat the day before. You know. That was it. That's all. He, he's like, don't eat. Trust me. You'll puke. You'll choke. You'll die on the table. So don't eat. <laughs> okay, okay, doc. He's like, oh, it'll be easy. It'll be easy. It'll be easy. And so the so, doctors are pretty good there, hey? They're like they're all educated over here and like in yeah, Europe and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, they actually, yeah, yeah. they're the guy so was the real doctors. But he's it's just good. a very different attitude here. Here they don't <laughs> tell you things too. If there's something you really don't want to know, they just don't tell you. Like there's 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 people here that have like lost children during childbirth. They don't even tell them up until like she asks like two hours later. Like, hey, where's that kid? <laughs> yeah, like why isn't it crying? Oh, yeah. Well. You know, <laughs> I guess yeah. We gotta tell you now. Like it's literally they'll just they just don't want to give you bad news here. It's a cultural thing, I think. And uh, so I went in, no idea what's going on. Like check into the hospital, walk in. Like did anybody side you in? I'm like, nope. All right, here's a wristband, here's a needle. <laughs> um, Inject yourself. No, lay down, get comfy. Um, Boom, you're having surgery. It was so wild. It happened so fast. So let's see. Basically what happened is uh, I remember I was being a comedian when I was on the table, and they were getting me just high out of my face. 
Oh, yeah, I was laughing with the doctor, and he was putting something in my face, and I kept laughing, and we were talking about some, – somehow we were having small talk, and all of a sudden it was just boom, game over. And when I woke up, I found needles or needle marks, like, for days. Showering after – the first time I showered, I found so many more needle marks. On my back, on my ass, on my arm, on my shoulder. Somebody was using me as a pin cushion, man. Like, hey, can you hold that needle? No, just put it in his leg. Like, I had, I literally had so many injection marks, like everywhere. I had, I think, five or six injections, different wow. places, and uh, I do have to say though that out of the whole thing, besides there was two, two legitimately painful moments but the most painful thing was the the iv in the hand it was a little uncomfortably placed but what do you do if your iv is uncomfortable right do you say well it's a little uncomfortable it wasn't really painful it was kind of like ow ow you know once in a while do you go for the redo because that's Uh, a whole new level of pain right and she could screw it up and there's no proof that it's going to be any better than the one she just did so i was like it depends how long you got to have it in i think for like a day Okay, then no, I wouldn't redo it. I don't yeah, think. okay, that's what I was like. I was like, you know what? If this is it, I'm going to deal with this. Um, so before I went in for surgery, another smart thing to do is um, Google it a lot and look at images and videos. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Not to the face. <laughs> I, I thought... I that. I thought... That was probably the best thing I actually did, though, because I thought I was done. I was pretty sure I was going to die. Like, I'd convinced myself at this point, well, <laughs> my life is never going to be the same again. It's all over. I looked at videos. People have, like, black eyes for weeks, swollen faces. Like, their faces look like they've been in a terror, like, a skydiving accident. Oh. You know? And I'm like, oh, God, no. Like, I, I'm telling my boss. I'm like, this is... Like, I don't know when I'm going to be back. I'm in trouble. You know, this is... And, like, I had nothing when I came out. Like, nothing. Barely, barely a swollen nose. Moderately snow... The only thing that sucks is that you have a nosebleed for four days. Mm. Just... You just have a nosebleed. That's just the way it is. Um, Two uncomfortable moments were... uh, The day after... You wake up in the morning. Um, so what we're going to tell you now is that we got to take a little bit, a little bit of gauze out of your nose because they pack the wound, right? They pack gauze up in your nose to kind of hold the blood. Otherwise, it would just be like never-ending blood. Yeah. Uh, so it's gauzed up in there, and they're like, okay, it's time to remove the gauze. You know, otherwise it's going to heal into the scabs, and that would really be bad. And so we got to take them <laughs> out, and they're like, you know, this is, this is going to hurt a little bit. Um, not a lie. Six feet of gauze on each side. Six feet of gauze getting pulled out of your face. It was like an Aliens movie. That's it, a lot of freaking it gauze, was, man. Carter, you like, imagine bet- uh, between your eyeballs, like between your eyebrows. Yeah. Imagine things feeling getting pulled out from there. When some doctor is like literally like with a, a <laughs> stiff, a stiff forearm, like he's not gently, t- like he is, he has to pull. Like the doctor is holding your head and using his arm to pull aggressively 
six feet of gauze and there's two packings. So there's like three feet and you think you're done. You're like, woo, got it. He got it. That's all. And then he grabs, he grabs the second string and he's like, no, there's more. And then you feel it in the back of your brain. And he just keeps pulling. Carter, I thought I was going to die. I, oh, oh, and that's, that was the first time that I had any pain the whole time. Besides the um, IV a little bit. And it was, it was 20 minutes of just the worst, the worst. And of course, of course, in the Middle East, they're not big on the uh, mind-altering, pain-killing drugs. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> so the doctor looks at me, and he gives me two Tylenol. Panadol. Two, yeah, Panadol, they call them here. He looks at me, and he smiles. He goes, here, take this for the pain. He walks out of the room. <laughs> I go straight to my backpack, take a handful of Tylenol 3, <laughs> shove them in my face, chew them, and get... Higher than a kite in about 10 minutes. And, and, then, and then there was no more pain for a long time. But I only had to take Tylenol 3 twice the whole time. That's good. Yeah, no pain. Self-medicating. I love oh, it. Oh, hell yeah. I'm not going to let that guy treat my pain with Tylenol. I just ripped gauze <laughs> out of your brain. So, so you go through the stage of where you have to shove a hose into your brain every day. and you Clean it out? Yeah, you use a liter and a half of salt water. Oh, jeez. A liter and a half of salt water with a, a needle that you put in your, ho- in your nose. And it's just blood. All it is is just blood just keeps coming out of your head every day. Over and over and over. So it's just my bathroom for the first five days was just, just a pile of blood. And um, then after a couple days, there was no more bleeding, which was an awesome feeling. And um, I haven't bled in three or four days, I think. And then you go to the doctor for the checkup. Except, surprise, what they didn't tell me as they were literally opening my nose to just do a checkup to see how it was, was that he had stitched two tubes in my face, inside my head. There's two plastic splints that are a couple inches in your nose and brain holding everything together. And they're stitched in, and he's cutting the stitches before he tells you about it. So, surprise, we're going to cut open your stitches and rip plastic tubes out of your nose. (laughs) When you're not expecting. He's like, normally we don't tell people, and it's just easier. And I'm like, I'm the kind of person that you should. I watch videos online. You need to tell me hours in advance so I can get in the right mindset for this. Oh, God, it was terrorizing. And then they gave me a cup full of my face. After the surgery, I was like, just, bleh. and like, here, you want this? I'm like, what is it? It's like, oh, it's, it's your specimen. And it was like, it was legitimately like half a coffee cup full of like tissue. Mm. It was disgusting. <laughs> and they're like, do you want to keep this? I was like, <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> and the same thing with the splints. He's like, do you want these? I was like, what do you think I am? It's like medical waste. Yeah. And they, your they, medical waste basket. Well, I guess it's yours. I guess it's your medical waste, right? Mm. Maybe they get charged by the pound by, by the medical waste company. But <laughs> so, I've, hey, I've, they can unload as much as possible. Well, yeah, because there's real sanitation laws in Kuwait, Carter. You've been here. <laughs> uh, but I, I've never been able to breathe like this. I'm probably not going to get uh, any kind of serious good results for at least six months, but... We'll see. What's going on? I hear knocking. 
Brent? Brent's run away from the show. So, T Trevor, this is going to affect your singing at all? You're going to be a better mm. singer? Oh, I think it's going to just... Um... No, it shouldn't do much. It'd make me a little more resonant. Oh, good. But... Well, what about your range? Is it going to help your range? Doubt it. I doubt it. It's probably about the same. This website, concerthotels.com, which I don't understand at all, but this article has been linked to a lot. They looked at uh, famous singers and uh, sorted based on their vocal range, yeah. what the, the lowest note they've ever hit in a, in a song, and then the highest note they've ever hit in the song. We'd be okay. proud. So at the very bottom is like Luke Bryan, who's a country singer, and he hit, uh, he's got two octave range in like all of his albums. So he hit like an A, like a second octave uh, A. Um, yeah, but he sounds like, like crap. You make me want to, and then uh, he had an A four over over the river. <laughs> and uh, Taylor Swift is also very low. Um, you know, Bieber is very low. Guess who number one is biggest range. Biggest range. Not Sebastian Bach. That's the only clue. This one wasn't on there. Sebastian wasn't on there. Roy Orbison? I... No. Friend, Come on. Friend of the show. Friend of Axel the show. Rose! <laughs> big time. You guys have no idea how big his range is. He just crushes everyone. So in there was a time. Yeah! He, hit a, he hit an <laughs> F1. Yeah! Okay, so this is like tornadoes, like F1. You yeah. know who the second lowest? Like Barry White is the second lowest. Because who's like an F... <laughs> F sharp one. So Axel took so Barry Axel down. Get lower than Barry. <laughs> and then Axel also is the uh, highest male singer other than Prince because uh, he hits a B flat six while Prince hits a, a B six. And like the only people who can, so other than Prince, so Christina Aguilera and Mariah Carey are the only people who can sing higher than Axel. <laughs> so you look at like, like, you know, Mariah Carey can't go low. Prince can't go low. So they're like, you know, they're very high, like as high as Axel, but then Axel just got the low register too. It's just, <laughs> it's amazing. And Brent's guy, Tom York is pretty good there too. Not Axel, of course, like, but, but still is? very high. Who like, the hell is though? Oh, you know, I'm so proud of Axel. Fred, Freddie Mercury, you know, he gets a lot of hype. He's like two octaves less. He's like an entire Luke Bryan less than Axel. So that's pretty amazing. That's only um, on recordings, though. So Yeah, this is only on recordings. Yeah, yeah, so maybe Freddie went high or something. But still, uh, that's amazing. Yeah. God, then, I, love him. I was Axel's... cranking the gutters the other day. Cranking. Yeah. Clean it up to shotgun blues. You want to get something done fast? Put on shotgun blues. You got two minutes. <laughs> shotgun yeah, exactly. dishes. Shotgun dishes. Let's go. <laughs> oh, but Axel actually came out pretty humble. He's like, big, to Spin Magazine, he's like, you know, big thanks to all the people doing this. That said, I enjoy Freddie Mercury, Elvis Presley, Paul McCartney, Jarvis Joplin, Michael Jackson, and rather hear any of them rather than me. Peace! Yes, yeah, so he just names the best voices in music. He goes, you know, I'd rather hear them, but then me. 
<laughs> Axel likes hearing himself plenty. That's why he has 17 layers of himself doing backing vocals on every song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Carter, Axel, reading, I need... Carter, you're reading Spin Magazine? I don't read Spin. I've never. I've tried to get into Spin about 40 times in my life, and I never have been able to. Axel, we need you to sing Cool Ranch Dressing in four different octaves. All right. <laughs> cool Ranch Dressing. Cool Ranch Dressing. Cool Ranch Dressing. <laughs> every, every word is done. At least three octaves. At least. <laughs> He's so good. bit of tendonitis right now oh great is this just the trevor trevor's an old man yeah i'm falling apart no i i I overkilled it i just bought a brace to rest it in but i'm having so much fun with this wrist brace seriously i just walk around and i use it like mega man and i just point at things and pretend to blow them up every every time every time lisa makes me mad i just point my mega i just point my mega man arm at her when I leave a room, I do like a gun salute to the sky and then walk out. <laughs> Seriously, it's, it's really fun to have a wrist brace. I wish That's I had this. Two theme song, right? I wish I had this when I was teaching because if a kid made me mad, I'd just point my hand at him. <laughs> it's awesome. So it's kind of fun. I'm kind of growing nice. fond of it. And it's blue. It's totally blue. So it's awesome. Oh, the blue bomber. Yeah. That's Mega Man. Man, Winnipeg Blue Bombers, since they only, like, won one game last year, they should totally just, like, put Mega Man on their helmet. Because that's, you know, that's his nickname, the Blue Bombers. Get rid of this W and just put Mega Man's face on your helmet. <laughs> you can't get any worse, hey? Put A-N-W and the Mega Man. Make your helmet, <laughs> make your helmet shaped like Mega Man and put A-N-W. What's this thing about A-N-W? I hear they're getting in the news. They're in trouble or something. What? Something about their beef. All I know is... Or they're taking everybody else to town about the quality of their beef or something. Yeah, yeah, they, they are. Yeah, and their commercials. They're, they're like, you know... They're, they're quality. And it's on the dollar menu, too. They're like, could you imagine another company putting this quality of meat on the dollar menu? <laughs> but we just did. Uh, yeah, man. I, I don't know. I'm still, I'm still not over the the A and W and the mall closing down here at Dauphin. It's just, you know, it's just a different vibe in the community oh, now that I... you know that we're only down to because that used to be our pride and joy, man. Because like people at school will be talking, man, I love A and W. There's number one around. I'm like, I grew up in a town, zero McDonald's, two A and Ws, zero <laughs> Burger Kings, and they go, really? And now I can't say that anymore, man. Do you remember, <laughs> Brett? You know what I'm gonna bring up, right? Uh, illness? No, Ash. <laughs> Ash, when Ash got arrested smoking in grade seven, when Ash, Ash went down to Minneapolis, Minnesota, or Duluth with Troy, Troy, and they yeah. got busted by law enforcement smoking. But they wouldn't budge. They wouldn't say who their parents were. They wouldn't say their names. They were. It was Officer DeBrownie. Oh. Oh, Constable DeBrownie. 
Was wait, it, wait, in in the states or yeah, in, or in officer, whatever he was, the brownie yeah. was just geared into them, and he got Troy's student ID card because that was the only ID Troy had. <laughs> was his student ID? Oh, Duffin! First thing he says. They got two A and W's up there, <laughs> <laughs> and from that moment on, everything was good. They got two. A- I love A and W. Oh man! Even to Brownie knew. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we talked about that for sure. No man, that's that makes my life. That's the best effort moment of the podcast yet. The Brownie knew about dogs and dubs. I'm going to crush some tea burgers when I get back to Canada. <laughs> oh, man. Let's talk about how funny you are on Facebook, Carter. Okay. Why I'm are funny you on the show, too. No, you're not as funny. <laughs> but you're really, you're the funniest person I know on Facebook, Carter. That's good. That's Legitimately, good. everything yeah, you post you know what? is brilliant. People from school. People from school tell me that too, and I'm like, you know, I have a comedy podcast. If you're interested, and they're like, no, I'm not. Lisa's like, man, Carter's really funny on on Facebook. I'm like, yeah, but not so much on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think. Yeah, yeah, most things I uh, like all the, the comments and all the pictures I uh, I Carter, put up for my don't... trip and stuff. But I sort of sacrificed actual good pictures. I took on my trip because uh, I had nothing funny to say about them. <laughs> so it's like, hey, here's a picture of an Airbus, <laughs> you know, instead of like. But Carter, the amazing. thing is, is that the reason your Facebook is advantageous to you is that it's the one place we're spending way too much time and effort planning something perfectly. <laughs> like that, that goes over because people don't know, but for every photo you post and comment on, I'm guessing you spend. Probably forty-five minutes on the original oh, draft. Oh no! Way. And then, yeah, and then you have no a three-day review way. period where you have notifications of your phone saying, "Are you sure about this comment?" <laughs> and then you edit. You have an edit and revision process, and then you test it out. You call your mom. You're like, "Hey, mom, I'm thinking about going with this for this photo." <laughs> let me let me run by some comments yeah. for you. <laughs> no man, stream of consciousness. That's that's the way to do it. You're no. you're brilliant. On sometimes Facebook. when I, some, sometimes when I take a picture, I'm, I'm like, oh, what is if I said this? Yeah, because you <laughs> plan so much, and on, and on the podcast, you can't. You like planning just falls apart on a podcast. True. Yeah. Could be my co-host, so well. Always hating. Always hating. But man, you're brilliant on Facebook. You are, man, brilliant. Brilliant. With my job, I had to give up all my. Uh, I had to give for this big security meeting. They're like, you know, what's your Twitter handle? What's your Facebook handle? Do you have any websites? And I had to give up the podcast. I had to say, yeah, I run a comedy podcast. Called Here comes some wisdom. And they're like, I'm a huge fan. <laughs> they're like, what, no. What do you think? Okay, what do you think they said? What do you think they said? What's a podcast? Yeah, and this is a young woman in her thirties, and she said, "What's a podcast?" Well, I'm glad you asked. There, you, you know when so. kids had a tape recorder at home and they do pretend radio shows? <laughs> well, now I'm growing up and I still do it. <laughs> it's an on-demand internet radio show. Oh, that seems that seems nice. <laughs> Did you try and, like, well, there's Ricky Gervais. You might know from yeah. The Office and 
us. What? The, yeah, isn't he on Anchorman? That's what they say. Nobody knows the British office. Maybe near highbrow. I, I, I'm not saying I don't. I own it on DVD, obviously. Hey, yeah. That hasn't been come up in a while, my DVD collection, eh? Are you still buying DVDs? Not really, because everything's on Netflix. Well, so that's so, why but... your DVD collection hasn't come up, Carter. I guess so. You know what the best show is? What? Twin Peaks. I have that on DVD. Holy crap. Brent, you'll love it. Watch it. Watch it's the, the best. I watched the first season on Netflix. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. That's... I've started it. I've watched like the first the, five episodes. It's like one of the shows times, that has been hurt a little. Like, The Simpsons have... Yeah. It makes it yeah, a little bit hard Mr. to watch. Burns. For me, so I only know the, the, the one. Like four Simpsons episodes a day. Because every single thing that happens on Twin Peaks is... The Simpsons has done it. Really, I only know the uh, the, the the suit on who shot Mr. Burns. The backwards talking. Mm-hmm. What else? What else is there? I can't. It's everything. Yeah, but I've I've noticed <laughs> so many jokes in my life that I never got are all just Twin Peaks references. Yeah, yeah. Like everything is a reference to Twin Peaks. <laughs> like every joke that every TV show that we've liked that's funny and smart, it's like yeah, two pretty much two, yeah two or three jokes a season guaranteed that nobody I had never gotten. Anything about a damn good cup of coffee? So many people do that, and I never got it until I got it. Ugh. Well, it would have been better if it would have came out today because NBC didn't really give it a fair shake. Well, it, it did. It's called True Detective. But... <laughs> I finished that in the Middle East as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I caught up on my TV watching. Seriously, retro TV show of of all time. Oh, Twin, for sure. Twin Peaks is killer. Mm-hmm. And True Detective is just the best thing ever, right? It's good. It's not the best thing ever. It's very good. It's 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 up there though. Oh yeah, no doubt. It's like I'm saying it's like fifth best TV show of all time. Mm-hmm. So that's great. Hmm. Season two apparently is like the San Francisco transit industry or something. It's like ooh, that looks I don't know, interesting. Brad Pitt's Brad Pitt's coming on. Yeah, that might not be a good thing. No, he'll be good. Is this... Wait, there's been like a trillion True Detective things and nothing's ever real. Yeah, there's but no official, these, those there's are the no big rumors. coming on it, right? Oh, yeah, of course. No, they it's think pretty... he's... No. Yeah, come on, look at... like McCon... This done pretty good for McConaughey and Harrelson. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be fun. But then you need... Oh, just want more McConaughey. <laughs> Different character, like same character, alternate universe. So it's not like you don't have to deal with the same troubles. Have you He's seen a... the Family Circus cartoons of that? <laughs> have you seen that Life is a Spinning Circus or a Flat Circus? No. Where it's just Family Circus. It's just Family Circus cartoons filled in with McConaughey quotes <laughs> that are just soul crushing. <laughs> oh, it's so good. He's had a, a weird career resurgence in the last, like, two years or whatever. Like, he did Magic Mike, and then since then, he's like, you know what? Enough of that. <laughs> I'm just going to be, like, in Wolf of Wall Street, like, Dallas Buyers Club, True Detective, mm-hmm. Interstellar. Oh, know, True Detective's like, his thing. True Detective's the best thing he's going to ever have accomplished. Yeah. Interstellar will be good, though. But we'll see. 
I'm a big Christopher Nolan fan, though, mm-hmm. so we shall see. see I'm, I'm not big, too pumped yeah. about that one. I'm an old Woody fan, and he brought it hard in that show, too. <laughs> and he had the harder character to play. Yeah, yeah, and he gets... Yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Oh, Woody. Yeah, Woody kills it. Think about Woody's what he... career. Nobody. Yeah. He's, he was Woody. No. Like, Woody, Woody, that was his character, for God's sake. Cheers, yeah. Now, in TD, is Woody where... Is he a good, is that his face and chin, or is he just got something stuck in there, or just pop? His I jaw he, like, is so far I, out. I think he just got more like slim, and it just makes his bones look giant. <laughs> no, because even when he was young, it didn't look that huge. Yeah, just it looks like he is sticking his like lower teeth and jaw forward and cranking his neck back as hard as possible. The whole time, it looks exhausting. Yeah, he brought it. I don't know. The show that was the only part that took me out of reality is like everyone is just such a freak, like like uh, Southern like Wyatt family freak, except for the three women that like Woody has a relationship with. It's like hey, everyone's like disgusting except these three models, and they all can't get enough Woody. I'm pretty sure that took, took that took it out. Yeah, I guess the models part sure. Yeah, like it was bad. If he took a road trip. Well, do you think they're disgusting is accurate? Are you okay with that? With everybody in the area being disgusting monsters? No, well, on the show. I'm not talking about real life. I'm talking about on the show, you but know? Kind of real life. Like, everyone was just scarred up or, like, uh, like you know, like, methed out and stuff. <laughs> so, 